significance of Isra and Miraj by Habib Siddiqui source islamicity.org dated May 18th 2021 Isra and Miraj were the most miraculous and dignified journeys of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, which took place in the Shabi Miraj or the Night of Miraj in the month of Rajab before his migration to Medina. This miraculous journey was Allah's wonderful response to the Prophet, peace be upon him, sad state in the year which is commonly known as, quote, the year of great sadness, close quote, in which he 
peace be upon him, lost his beloved wife Khadija, radiallahu anha, and uncle Abu Talib, leaving him completely alone with no protection for him and his small band of Muslims against the hostile Quraysh slash blasphemers in Mecca. He, peace be upon him, was also mercilessly persecuted by pagan Arabs in at Taif, at Taif, when he invited them to Islam. It was during these trying times when circumstances had reached desperate proportion that Allah sent Angel Jibril salam, to take Rasulullah, peace be upon him, on the most glorious journey ever experienced by anyone on earth. On that blessed night, Muhammad, peace be upon him, was taken physically from the Grand Mosque in Mecca to Al-Aqsa Mosque in Jerusalem slash Al-Quds. A month's journey of 1,230 kilometers for a caravan and this part of the journey is called Isra. After teaching, after reaching Jerusalem, the Prophet, peace be upon him, entered the Masjid al-Aqsa where Allah had assembled for him all the prophets from Adam, peace be upon him, to Isa, or Jesus, peace be upon him. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, led them in prayer. The second part of the nocturnal journey, which is called Miraj, took Muhammad, peace be upon him, from Jerusalem to the heavens when he passed the boundaries of the physical universe to be 
indivine presence of Allah and witness the great signs Al-Ayat Ul-Kubra The supernatural journey is mentioned in the Quran quote glorified and exalted is he above all that they associate with him who took his slave Muhammad peace be upon him for a journey by night from Al Masjid Al Haram at Mecca to Al Masjid Al Aqsa in Jerusalem. The neighborhood whereof we have blessed in order that we might show him, Muhammad, peace be upon him, of our ayat slash proofs, evidence, lessons, signs, etc. Verily, he is the all hearer, all seer. Surah Al-Isra 17 and 1 On his, peace be upon him, onward journey to the heaven to meet with Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. First, Muhammad, peace be upon him, met with Adam, peace be upon him, in the first heaven, first sky. Then he, peace be upon him, went to the second heaven, second sky, and met with Yahya, peace be upon him, and then to the third heaven, and met with Isa, peace be upon him. Then he, peace be upon him, went to the four, fourth heaven and met with Idris, peace be upon him. Then he, peace be upon him, went to the fifth heaven to meet with Harun, peace be upon him. Next he, peace be upon him, went to the sixth heaven where he, peace be upon him, met with Musa, peace be upon him. The prophet, peace be upon him, was then taken to the seventh heaven where he, peace be upon him, met Ibrahim, peace be upon him, 
Then he, peace be upon him, reached Sidratul Muntaha, the boundary demarcating tree. Sidratul Muntaha, the boundary demarcating tree beyond which no creature is ever permitted to cross over. Note, Sidra in Arabic means the lot tree, L-O-T-E, lot tree, and Muntaha, the extreme edge or limit. Thus, literally, Sidratal Muntaha means the load tree that is situated on the extreme edge or limit. Sidratul Muntaha Sidratul Muntaha means the tree that is situated on the extreme edge or limit. After reaching Sidratul Muntaha Jibril peace be upon him informed the prophet peace be upon him that this was his end point beyond which he was restricted and thus requested the prophet peace be upon him to proceed alone Quote, this was when the lot tree was covered with that which covered it, i.e., its splendor and glory exceeds all description. The divine glory and effulgence was such as can neither be conceived by man nor can any human language depict it adequately. The sight of the prophet, peace be upon him, did not swerve nor did it transgress its limit. Indeed, he, peace be upon him, did see one of the greatest signs of his Lord, Allah. Close quote. Surah and Najim 53 and 16 through 18. Surah 53 and 16 through 18.
Sura and Najim Najim The Prophet peace be upon him thus proceeded alone and prayer at fifty times a day was prescribed on his peace be upon him Ummah community by Allah later upon request from Muhammad peace be upon him the number of prayer times was reduced to five times a day with the reward of 50 times during his heavenly journey the prophet peace be upon him was shown among other things the followings the angel in charge of hell the punishment that awaits the sinners who one devour the property of orphans to devour interests on money and three commit adultery after his return to Mecca from the mirage the prophet peace be upon him described to the people what had happened to him the previous night there were many who doubted his peace be upon him journey thinking that it was an illusion or a dream the blasphemers belied the prophet peace be upon him and mocked him saying quote we need a month to get there and back and you are claiming to have done all this in one night they said to Abu Bakr quote, look at what your companion is saying he says he went to Jerusalem and came back in one night Abu, Abu Bakr told them quote, if he Muhammad peace be upon him said that then he is speaking the truth I believe him concerning the news of the heavens that an angel descends to him from the heavens how could I not believe he went to Jerusalem and came back in a short period of time when these are on earth end quote 
from that moment forward, the companion Abu Bakr was called quote ascetic close quote because of how strongly he believed all what the Prophet peace be upon him said however the truth manifested in two ways first the Prophet peace be upon him described the caravans he had take he had overtaken on the way home and said where they were and about when they might be expected to arrive in Mecca and each arrived as predicted and the details were as he had described. The disbelievers question, questioned the prophet, peace be upon him, quote, If you are truthful, then describe to us Masjid al Aksa and its surroundings. Close quote. They asked this because they knew Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, had never been there before the previous night. Allah enabled his messenger, peace be upon him, to see Masjid Al-Aqsa and he described the Masjid and its surroundings in exact detail. Narrated Jabir bin Abdullah that he heard Allah's messenger peace upon him saying quote, when the people of Quraysh did not believe me i.e. in the story of my Isra night journey I stood up in Al-Hijar and Allah displayed Jerusalem in front of me and I began describing to them while I was looking at it. Bukhari End quote. Moreover, the prophet said, quote, On my way back, I saw some of your shepherds grazing their animals in a particular 
location. They were searching for a camel they had lost. Close quote. The prophet, peace be upon him, continued by giving the description of the camel. When these shepherds came back, they told their people what happened to them precisely as the prophet had already told them. Those blasphemers in Mecca admitted that the prophet's description was exact. And yet, they were still stubborn and rejected Islam. Unless God guides someone, even miracles are not enough to change one's belief. family. There, he often spend the whole nights in deep pride and profound communication 
with the unseen yet all-knowing Allah of the universe. It was during one of those retirements and in the still hours of the night when no human sympathy was near that an angel came to him to tell him that he was the messenger of Allah saying to reclaim a fallen people to the knowledge and service of their Lord. Renowned compilers of authentic traditions of Islam agree on the following account of the first revelations received by the Prophet. Muhammad would seclude himself in the cave of Mount Hira and worship three days and nights. He would, whenever he wished, return to his family at Mecca and then go back again, taking with him the necessities of life. Thus, he continued to return to Khadija from time to time until one day the revelation came down to him and the angel Gabriel, or Jibreel, appeared to him and said, Read! But as Muhammad was illiterate, having never received any instruction in reading or writing, he said to the angel, I am not a reader. The angel took a hold of him and squeezed him as much as he could bear and then sat again. Read, the prophet said, I am not a reader. The angel again seized the prophet and squeezed him and said, Read, in the name of your Lord, who has created all that exists, has created a man from a clot, a piece of thick coagulated blood. Read, and your Lord is the most generous, who has thought the writing by the pen, has thought the man that which he knew not. Chapter 96 verse 1 to 4 al-Qur'an Then the Prophet repeated the words with a trembling heart. He returned to Khadija from Mount Hira and said, Wrap me up, wrap me up. She wrapped him in a garment until his fear was dispelled. He told Khadija what had occurred and that he was becoming either a soothsayer or one smitten with madness. She replied, Allah forbid, he will surely not let such a thing happen. For you speak the truth, you are faithful in trust. You bear the afflictions of the people. You spend in good works what you gain in trade. You are hospitable and you assist your fellow men. Have you seen anything terrible? Muhammad replied. Yes, I told her what he had seen. Whereupon, Khadija said, Rejoice, O oh dear husband, and be cheerful. He is whose hand stands Khadija's live bears witness to the truth of this fact, that you will be the prophet to this people. Then she arose and went to her cousin, Waraka ibn Nawal, who was old and blind, and who knew the scriptures of the Jews and Christians, and is stated to have translated them into Arabic. When she told him of what she had heard, he cried out, Holy, holy, verily, this is the Namus, the Holy Spirit who came to Moses. He will be the prophet of his people. Tell him this and bid him to be brave at heart. When the two men met subsequently in the street, the blind old student of the Jewish and Christian scriptures spoke of his faith and trust. I swear by him in who Hanwaraka's life is, Allah has chosen you to be the prophet of this people. They will call you a liar. 
They will persecute you. They will banish you. And they will fight against you. Oh, that I could live to those days. I would fight for these. And he kissed him on the forehead. The first vision was followed by a considerable period, during which Muhammad suffered much mental depression. The angel spoke to the grieved heart of hope and trust, and of the bright future when he would see the people of the earth crowding into the one true faith. His destiny was unfolded to him when, wrapped in profound meditation, melancholy and sad, he felt himself called by a voice from heaven to arise and preach. O oh, you, enveloped in garments, arise and warn in your Lord magnify. Chapter 74, verse 1 to 3, Al-Quran. He arose and engaged himself in the work to which he was called. Khadija was the first to accept his mission. She was to believe in the revelations to abandon the idolatry of her people and to join him in purity of heart and in offering up prayers to Allah the Almighty. At the beginning of his mission, Muhammad, here and after, called the Prophet, opened his soul only to those who were attached to him and tried to free them from the gross practices of their forefathers. After Khadija, his cousin Ali was the next companion. The Prophet used often to go into the desert around Mecca with his wife and young cousin that they might together offer their heartfelt thanks to the Lord of all nations for his manifold blessings. Once they were surprised by Abu Talib, the father of Ali. He said to the Prophet, O oh, son of my brother, what is this religion you are following? It is the religion of Allah, of his angel, of his messengers, and of our ancestor Abraham, answered the prophet. Allah has sent me to his servants to direct them towards the truth. And you, O oh my uncle, are the most worthy of all. It is meet that I should thus call upon you, and it is meet that you should accept the truth and help in spreading it. Abu Talib replied, Son of my brother, I cannot abjure the religion of my fathers, but by the Supreme Lord, while I am alive, none shall dare to injure you. Then turning towards Ali, the venerable chief asked what religion was his. Ali answered, O oh, father, I believe in Allah and his prophet and go with him. Abu Talib replied, Well, my son, who will not call you to anything except what is good. Therefore, you are free to go with him.
فَإِذَا قَرَأْنَاهُ فَاتَّبِعْ قُرْآنَهُ ثُمَّ إِنَّ عَلَيْنَا بَيَانَهُ كَلَّا بَلْ تُحِبُّونَ الْعَاجِلَةَ وَتَذَرُونَ الْآخِرَةَ وُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ نَاضِرَةٌ إِلَى رَبِّهَا نَاظِرَةٌ وَوُجُوهٌ يَوْمَئِذٍ بَاسِرَةٌ تظن أن يفعل بها فاقرة كلا إذا بلغت التراقي وقيل من راق وظن أنه الفراق والتفت الساق بالساق إلى ربك يومئذ المساق فلا صدق ولا صلى ولكن كذب وتولى ثم ذهب إلى أهله يتمطى أولى لك فأولى ثم أولى لك فأولى أيحسب الإنسان أن يترك سدا ألم يكن قفة من مني يمنى ثم كان علقة فخلق فسوى فجعل منه الزوجين الذكر والأنثى أليس ذلك بقادر على أن يحيي الموتى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم In the name of Allah, the entirely merciful, the especially merciful. لا أقسم بيوم القيامة. I swear by the day of resurrection. ولا أقسم بالنفس اللوامة. And I swear by the reproaching soul to the certainty of resurrection. أيحسب الإنسان أن لن نجمع عظامة. Does man think that we will not assemble his bones? Yes, we are able even to proportion his fingertips. But man desires to continue in sin. He asks, when is the day of resurrection? So when vision is dazzled, and the moon darkens, and the sun and the moon are joined, man will say on that day, where is the place of escape? كلا لا وزر. No, there is no refuge. إلى ربك يومئذ المستقر. To your Lord, that day is the place of permanence. 
Man will be informed that day of what he sent ahead and kept back. Rather, man against himself will be a witness. Even if he presents his excuses. Move not your tongue with it, O Muhammad, to hasten with recitation of the Quran. Indeed, upon us is its collection in your heart, and to make possible its recitation. So when we have recited it through Gabriel, then follow its recitation. Then upon us is its clarification to you. No, but you love the immediate. And leave the hereafter. Some faces that day will be radiant. Looking at their Lord. And some faces that day will be contorted. Expecting that there will be done to them something backbreaking. No, when the soul has reached the collarbones. And it is said, who will cure him? And the dying one is certain that it is the time of separation.